Okay, on this episode of Watchman's Update, I talk about what we've had to go through to get a non to file as a nonprofit and what that entails. And a lot not too many churches talk about this. And I know why now. After sitting down and going through it all, I know why. And it's something that as believers, as followers of Christ, that everybody should know. We should all be up in arms and yeah. So y'all stick around. This is a good episode. It's uh I don't know if I brought it home good enough. The whole point is is no one should be able to tell the church. I don't feel like that that any government in, entity, especially a government that allows the detestable practices that go on in this country that are legal, shouldn't be able to tell the church what they can and cannot say. I'll say that. I'll say it that way. This is a good episode. Watchman's Update. Y'all stick around. You're like this. this you might learn something or... Or maybe you can teach me something. I, I'm going to leave a, uh, a a question on on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, it's got a thing at the bottom and you can do a question. I'm going to leave you a question down there. And, and uh, that way maybe click over and share your thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, Watchman's Update. I'm going to cue the intro. generations that come before us they went to church on a regular basis they knew their Bibles they knew the Holy Spirit and that's all but lost now I want to sit down together show you some things that's going on in the news and how it applies to scripture so dust your Bibles off Come on. Okay, buckle up. I got something for you here that you probably haven't heard before. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know that we've been trying to get a 501 or, or nonprofit. It's 501c3 is what you hear everybody say. And and I watched some videos and thought of a 508C1A, and it turns out it's all baloney from what I what I from what I've been told. I don't know, but I ain't been able to find it nowhere except some uh, shady looking websites <laughs> on the dark web, maybe you know. But uh, 501C3, if you go to irs.gov, now read, I'll give you a little take a little backstory here. Of what's been going on? I, my the the ladies that I use in Atlanta that does our taxes, we called them, tried to do five hundred one, you know, try to file a nonprofit. You got to file with the state. What do they call that? It's a whole mess, you know. I just the uh, secretary of state. You got to file with secretary of state and all this, and it's got to be you got to be incorporated. You got to have articles of incorporation, all this mess. Long story short, you're going to have to draft a document of your articles in corporation, and then you have to draft another document of your church bylaws to be able 
to and that's just that's two there's two more i can't remember all of them i don't you know i just soon pay somebody to a lawyer to remember that and i focus on reading my bible you know what i mean <laughs> i don't but anyway long story short they wouldn't do it said they don't know how to do all that that's a whole different deal from the type of accounting they do don't know nobody who does good luck i said okay and I told my wife, I said, call everybody, you know, we'll just call around. And we, and finally, uh, one of the church ladies she knows says, hey, I know a group over here. And call them. And we called them and we got set up and we're filing all this. I put all of it, you know, they's gonna, they had me titled in there as the, uh, what did they call me? Uh, president and senior not saying no as president and lead minister of christ follower media group oh man that's a ten dollar handle there ain't it? oh i was going you know i was like oh yeah okay well I get to reading all the paperwork now let me read what i you know i read on the paperwork and i've done some research and let me just read this right here and you'll see because this this is going to be a little different than my other i say that every time it's going to be a little different from my other podcasts but I'm going to try to show you something here. And I'm sorry. I'm going to have to read some tax law. So buckle up. Don't go anywhere. Trust me. Under the Internal Revenue Code, all Section 501c3 organizations are absolutely prohibited from directly or indirectly participating in or intervening in any political campaign on the behalf of or in opposition to any candidate for elective public office. Contributions to political campaign funds or public statements in, of position, either verbal or written, made on behalf of an organization or in favor of an, or in opposition of any candidate for public office is clearly vi- a violation, violate the prohibition against political campaign activity. Violating this prohibition may result in a d- denial or, or revocation of tax exempt status and imposition of certain excise taxes and it goes on to say that in other words you can go back six years on your taxes they could go back six years and make you pay taxes and as if you were a business on all your donations and everything if they wanted to and that could be whoo and then you got to sit down and figure you'd have to get all your paperwork together and file as if they were, you know, I don't know how that would work. That would be a nightmare. You have to file six years in taxes or five plus years in taxes. All because they, if if you, and it also goes on to say, everything must be conducted in a nonpartisan manner. And, and it cannot, it says, on the other hand, voter education, registration activities, evidence, bias, it would, you know, favor one candidate or other and all this. In other words, uh, you're not allowed to speak, and it and somewhere in here, and it, I can't find it on this page, but this is irs.gov. This is not some fruitcake back page somewhere, okay? It's not the dark web. It's irs.gov. Right off, you can go on irs.gov, type in 501c3, and it, it shows you this. Uh, you're not allowed to speak out against any candidate and or any legislation for or against you know, in forum or in opposition of. Now, you say, well, I ain't got, and, and me and my wife sit here, I was doing all this paperwork, getting ready to sign everything and be done with it. 
and and I sit down and I said, I don't know about this. We had it all done. I said, I don't know about this. And I told my wife, she said, pray on it. I said, yeah. And I sitting there with her and I said, she said, you don't do any political stuff really in your podcast anyway. And I said, well, I want the ability to be able to speak. It's, you know, I have, you know, God gives everybody their gift. And I feel like my gift is to be able to organize things. And, and you know, it's, that's reason to call it Watchman's Update. Because uh, being a watchman on the wall, you've got to be able to look out, see what's coming. And I feel like the uh, Lord give me that gift to be able to see what's coming down the road and interpret it and you got to be able to interpret it and communicate that plainly to somebody else and and explain it and break it down and i this right here took me a minute now you know i i've already recorded this one time and i told my wife i said I, i i thought about it and i prayed on it and i said you know i just can't sign it and i can't do it and here's why i'm i'm gonna Read some Bible. <laughs> so buggle up. But get my light here. But it's a treaty with the government, I feel like. When Moses was up on the mountain and he come back down with the new tablets, and this is the second time he come back down, he says, Obey what I command you today. I would if you obey what I command you today, I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, Pezzarites, the Hivites, and Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you are going, or they will be a snare among you. Now, and then it skip, I'll skip down because it talks about worshiping their, their gods and all their stuff, and that's very important too. I guess I'll read that too. That's just, Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their Asherah poles. Now, if you read Jonathan Kahn's book, Return of the Gods, you know all about them right there. Do not worship any other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to them, they will invite you, and you will eat their sacrifices all right and i'm gonna go through these quick uh joshua if you go on ahead joshua made a treaty with the gibeonites and it says the israelites sampled their provisions they come with old wine skins and everything and worn out clothes and said oh no no they lied to them and said no 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 we're 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 going way off, far off land. We ain't from around here. And they said, well, they didn't. They sampled their provisions, but did not inquire of the Lord. This is uh, uh, Joshua chapter 9, verse 14. Then you go to 18. But the Israelites did not attack them because the leaders of the assembly had sworn on oath by them, by by the Lord, God of Israel. So in other words, they, they got these people that's living with them now. They're sacrificing to all these gods and doing all this detestable pagan stuff, sacrificing their children. Uh, the Asherah pole stuff is, I'm trying to think of a clean way to say it. It's, she's, Asherah is a fertility goddess, and you can imagine what goes along with fertility. They're, you know, having wild 
parties there, whatever, around their Asherah poles. I'll leave it at, at that, okay? Uh, when you go to, I'm trying to go through this fast so I don't run out of time. You go to Kings, Second Kings, the last three kings of Israel all made a treaty with Nebuchadnezzar, and, and uh, it didn't turn out good for them. The last one, it really didn't turn out good. All of them were, were killed, I believe. Let's see, Jehoahaz. Jehoahaz, 23 years All of them were young, too. 23 years old. And Jehoiakim, 25 years old. And then Jehoiachin was 18 years old. All three of them made a treaty with King Nebuchadnezzar. And I'm pretty sure all of them died because of it. And I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Zedekiah, uh, Jehoiakim's uncle, he's, he was uh, Nebuchadnezzar, made him king. And he was 20, 21 years old. And, uh, yeah, he it says when you go to chapter 23 or 25, no, it's 24. It's the last verse of chapter 24 in Second Kings. It says he rebelled against the king of Babylon. And a lot of bad stuff happened to him. Uh, and by the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city had become so severe that there was no food for the people to eat. Then the city wall was broken through, and the whole army fled at night through the gate. Twenty, and it was bad. If you read, it's some of the stuff that you know is tough stuff to read in the Bible. If you don't know this story, if you get you a reference Bible and you read chapter 25 of Second Kings right here and reference it through the prophets, I believe it's, uh, I can't remember exactly. I want to say it was Jeremiah. I, need, I ain't got a reference Bible right here looking at it. I guess I grabbed one of them. But it, in other words, do a little studying on that and you'll see how bad it was. I don't, I don't want to, if I go telling you how bad it was, you got kids in the room, you know what I'm saying? It's bad. It says uh, he was taken to the king of Babylon at Rilba, where the sentence was pronounced on him. And yeah, it was bad. And that's verse 6 in chapter 25. Read it. It's bad. Point being, you sign a treaty with the government. And then you renege or go back on your word or whatever. God's not we on that. I, I, you know, from what I've read here, if you make a treaty and then turn around and it's, you've told a lie. And that's the reason I was like, I can't sign this. I can't say that I'm not going to talk about because everybody I talked to, everybody I talked to, the preacher at my church got up and talked about having to go to the county commissioner's office to get a permit and it turns out all he had to do was go in the door and lie and as soon as he said that i knew exactly what he's talking about if you need a power pole i'll just go ahead and tell you if you need a power pole if you go in there and tell the people in the county commissioner's office you need a power pole to put on a, a piece of property for an electric fence they hand you a piece of paper, you fill it out, and you, you can uh, sign it, whatever, pay so much, and and you got a permit for a power pole for electric fence. 
Now, once you've got power hooked that pole, you can do whatever you want to with it. Now, let's say you're going to uh, put up a temporary pole to get started on some construction or what have you, and you're going to build your home, but or whatever, or, or, or move a camper in or, or anything, whatever you're going to do. If you go to naming those things in the county commissioner's office, oh, there's a whole long list of stuff you got to do. So, everybody, just just lie. If you go in there and just lie, it'll be fine. That's the same way everybody was doing this. If you'll just say that you won't talk about these things and then go ahead and you can talk about them anyway. No. If you go back on your word, yeah, it's bad for you. And that's the reason, I, and, and what bothers me the most about this, the government says that a church cannot speak about political things, political people or, or legislation. That's the way it's worded. It says political candidates are legislation. And these legislations that's coming down, you know, in Oregon, they, they made it legal for all types of drugs now in Oregon out there. And, and, and uh, you know, it, it's also legal in this country to, to post, uh, let's just say, bad videos on the Internet that people shouldn't be looking at. I don't care how old you are, you shouldn't be looking at it. You see what I'm saying? And not to mention what it does to the people in the videos. And now they're on the Internet and it's, it's there for life. You know what I'm saying? I, and that's legal in this country. And it's also legal in Minnesota, California, and New York to have an abortion all the way until the day of conception. And no restrictions whatsoever. Uh, in other words, there's all kind of stuff in this country that is legal, but we can't talk about it. We can't talk about it from the pulpit, from a non and be a nonprofit. So I decided. And I let my wife do the nonprofit stuff. She don't talk about political stuff anyway. They, and plus, her ministry, Hope Not Abandoned, has turned went from more of a of just outreaches through the winter. It's turned. I don't know if y'all been listening. It's turned into helping the homeless. Uh, there's so many homeless people, and it's just unreal. So that's what that's is turning into that, and and. Uh, getting help for homeless people because but in other words they can they can they're doing that and i said y'all do the nonprofit, take my name off everything and i'm gonna do christ follower media group as a for-profit company and that's what we're doing and i said i told my wife i said i can't i cannot sign a treaty to take away the gift that god's god given me you see what i'm saying and I don't know. I just wanted everybody to know that. I said, how can this be? How can this be that this is the case and nobody's talking about this in the church? And nobody. Why is there not a political organization somewhere trying to get this law changed? You know, this should be an uproar that we're not allowed to talk about political stuff. And then you see that you see the spiritual force behind that where if we're not allowed to talk about political stuff, then when we do, now you see why it's not effective. Does that make sense? It's not effective anymore because 
we, it's null and void. We signed their name to a piece of paper, null and void. It's, you know, we're not going to do it. So when we do, it's, that's the way I feel about it. And I don't know. I'm going to leave a, a, a question on, if you listen on Spotify, you, you should be able to go down there and find a question. I'm going to leave a question. Do you think it's, you know, I figure out how to word it, but uh, do you think a, any church should be signing these 501c3s? Or should we just turn around and do all our churches as as companies or some other way? Anyway, that's what I got. I know this. The whole point is our job as the church is to tell people the truth and try to drag as many as we can. I say this all the time. Snatch as many as we can out of the fire. Minister to people and tell them. And you, when you can't tell them the truth, when I can't look at you and say, this evil is happening or that evil is happening because it's political, then, you know, that's that's a good part of my ministry is saying, look, look what's going on here. Look what's going on here. I think I'm going to do my next episode on this uh, Minnesota abortion law. I don't know. And another thing I want to tell you about before I forget, the Grammy Awards, if you hadn't seen that, they've done a whole unholy thing at the Grammy Awards. But, yeah. They just passed an abortion law in in Minnesota the other day. H, I think it's HF1 or HP1, HF1. I can't read my own hand right. But yeah, I'm on. I might do the next podcast on that. But yeah, I was just in here in the restaurant, and guy I was sitting there talking to. I'm getting up to leave, and he said his sister just blurts it out his sister hung herself i think he said yesterday or day before yesterday and coming there standing in the living room talking to his father i think and then went in there and hung herself folks there are so many people that's lost in the darkness in this country right now can you imagine the sheer volume of pain that you're living in, that you'll just go in there and hang yourself. You imagine the de- demonic forces in the church. I heard somebody call that an assassin spirit. And my wife said, I don't think that's right. And I said, yeah, I think it is. It's a spirit that's trying to kill you. I listened to Derek Prince talk about all types of different, different, different spirits and, uh, and I'm gonna get it one of these days. I'll get his book and read it. I'll probably it'd probably take my ministry to the next level. But but uh, we're in seriously dark times right now. We need everybody in the church to double down, buckle down, and we're we're being tested double. In case you had not noticed, everybody who's in the church right now is really getting hammered. I mean, just hammered by demonic forces and attacks on them every which way. Uh, Perry Stone has got a whole group. They've uh, wrote 12 or 13 letters. And I, and I, my wife said, he's got all these letters. Of, again, people have wrote to the church accusing them of all kinds of stuff. I said, that ain't nothing but a satanic attack. I guarantee you it all comes out said and done. What are you going to bet? They won't even be able to find the people that wrote the letters probably, you know. And yeah, 
churches all over. Every preacher you know about who's on fire. They got 15 videos on YouTube about how bad they are and how they've done all this bad and whatever. And it, it that's that's part of the you know, I read that Matthew 24, Luke 21. Uh, that's part of what it talks about in the end times that people will fall away from the church and then the ones that fall away turn right back around and attack it. And uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a short episode. I just, as a church, we need to be really doubling down and really trying to help as many people as we can right now. It's time to, to get on fire. We've got to stop. Look, I'm, I'm preaching to myself included. Don't let the, don't give a devil any room in your life. Just like this treaty, this, this signing this, it was articles in corporation. When you sign something, don't, don't give that devil that he don't deserve it. He don't have, don't give him any room in your life. You can see a door that's opening, you know, God, search me. Search my heart. Find any wrong way in me. You know what I'm saying? Pray and get that and find it and get it gone. Because say some, we're looking at the next, I would say the next couple of years right here until this election. And then when this election comes, there's no telling what's going to happen. But I feel like we're fixing it. My wife called me yesterday and said, I don't, she said, I've been having dreams, and I don't know what's going on, but something's coming, and I said, and she said, I don't think we're going to war or nothing, but something's coming, I said, I think something's coming too, I feel it in my, my spirit, that something big is coming right now, and the church needs to, to really double down, and, and get, get right, read your Bible every day, and don't, don't, and, and you know, one of the main things is when you fall down, when you sin, and you fall away from God. I the other day I prayed and I said I ain't got time. Normally I like to, in in my mind, when I have sinned and done something, I go, how could I do that? And then it takes me a minute to get back over here to I'm talking to God again, and I told God, I said I ain't got time. I ain't gonna give that devil enough time. To play with my mind, you just gonna have, you got to hear me and forgive me now. Get me right back under the blood, cause I ain't got time to to let that devil give me any room. I want I want forgiven now, and I want right back. I want right back into what I was doing, and and, uh, and you know what I'm saying. I want right back in under the blood, and I want to get right back into that Holy Spirit, and I don't want to give that devil no time to manipulate my mind and cause problems in my life you see what i'm saying and that's what we got to start doing we got to really double down on staying close staying grafted into the vine and staying close and staying under that blood the bible says you have an advocate with the father you remember that when you're down here and you're beat down and and the world's fell on you and and you're thinking ah you know, I, you know, just everything's bad. And the devil's just beating you up. You know, like my wife says, take authority over that spirit because you have been given authority by the blood of Jesus and, and you have an advocate. Jesus, 
the Holy Spirit, Jesus, is your advocate in heaven. He's sitting on the right hand of God, and he's talking on your behalf. I wish I had that scripture. I should have looked that up. He's speaking on your behalf. When that old devil comes up there and says, let me tell you what so-and-so's done. Jesus says, let me tell you what I've done. He points at that cross, points at it, you know what I'm saying? He points at that mercy seat with the blood sprinkling offering of his blood on the mercy seat of that uh, Ark of the Covenant that's sitting behind the marriage. <laughs> yeah. Jesus paid the debt. He's, it's, the debt's been paid. And there, that devil ain't got no room to say nothing about you up there anymore. He can come up there and run his mouth, but you have an advocate. You remember that. So when you're beat down, you plead the blood. Plead the blood. Get covered in that blood and come home. I hope I brought that home as best I can. I wanted to tell y'all about the 501c3. That really bothers me. And I know that's, you know, I, I read more tax law than I did Bible. So, you know. <laughs> but uh, I got another episode coming up. And um, maybe I'll get some more on fire on that one. But, I, yeah, I want to talk about, the, I'll tell you some of my notes here. I want to do a Bible timeline. I've seen a five-minute Bible in five minutes, and they, they left out a good a good bit. And I said, you know, I might try to do a Bible in 20 minutes, you know. And uh, I got one, don't submit to Satan's destiny for your life. Fortune telling and demonic lies. You go to a lot of these people. Yeah. They let people tell them who they are and what they are and how to live and all this. And you got these worldly people telling you, oh, you ain't, you ain't nothing or you're whatever. And you're going to do whatever. Yeah. That's the one of them I got. And I got one about change DNA. Yeah. That's a good one too. But yeah, I got some stuff coming up, and I was, I'm thinking about doing one on that that uh, Minnesota abortion law. I might kind of throw that in there with one. But God bless y'all. You listen to Watchman's Update. Uh, stay tuned for the the prayer at the end. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. All right, I got a new prayer. So y'all lean in. Here we go. I got to do it quick. Dear Lord, I pray for all those who hear this podcast. I pray, Lord, for your healing Holy Spirit to minister to them. Please, Lord, be be their comforter and healer. Please, Lord, put a hedge of protection around them. Please, Lord, give them the courage and the strength to trust in you and to do your will. Please, Lord, be their vanguard and their rear guard. Go before them and be the defender behind them. Be the rock they stand on. Please, Lord, give them a renewed heart to chase after you, Lord. Remove the calluses from their heart. Please, Lord, have mercy on them and give them time to turn and repent. Please, Lord, be patient with them. Please, Lord, forgive their sins, Lord, and give them a new start. Thank you, Lord, in Christ Jesus' name, Yeshua Messiah's name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
thank you for listening to Watchman's Update. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and many other platforms. Also, take a minute to like and follow. We ask that you pray for our ministry. If you have a comment or prayer request, you can reach us at ChristFollowMedia at gmail.com or ChristFollowMedia.org. Please take a moment to visit Hope Not Abandoned's website at HopeNotAbandoned.org. Also, consider making a donation if you feel led. We hope that this podcast blesses you today.